Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord, we praise you, Father God. Praise you, Lord, for this evening, Father God. Where, Lord, you have brought Father God, Lord, we praise you for that, Father. Lord, we praise you, Father God, for your teachings, Father God. Lord, you praise you, Father God, for what your marvelous, marvelous presence, Lord, can do to our valleys, Father God. Lord, we are in love with you, Father, to see your love, to see your faithfulness, to see, Lord, how much, Father God, you want, Lord, to carry us, Father God, how much you want to embrace us, Father God, how much you want, Lord, to strengthen us, Father. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful psalm, the psalm of blessings, Father God, that we see, the blessing of coming into your holy, holy presence, Father. Lord, I pray, Father God, for our next level group, Father God, for each one of us, Father, that, Lord, we will experience, Father God, this great blessing, Father God, that, Lord, we will, Lord, keep our eyes upon you, Father God, that, Lord, we will, Lord, rest, Lord, and anchor our soul, our heart and mind upon you alone, Father God, no matter what, because we serve a God with whom no matter what, there is victory. I pray, Father, for your holy presence to lead us, your holy presence to guide us, and your holy presence, Lord, to empower us, Lord, and to remove all the distractions and all the noises of this world, Father God, and to rest upon you alone, Lord, the God of heaven's armies. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Psalm 84. This is a psalm where we see our God's amazing provision. We cannot find this provision if you are keep if you are wandering on in the street of or if you are looking for help on the internet or if you are looking for help in the counsel of your friends. This is a psalm that gives us assurance again and again and again that He is a God who never sleeps or not slumbers. He is a God who promises that He will be with you in the wilderness. He will never leave you nor forsake you. This is the God we serve. And you can get that strength, you can get that confidence when you run into his holy presence. We see the psalmist repeatedly talking about his valleys, <coughs> repeatedly claiming God as the Lord of heaven's armies, repeatedly claiming that how he longs for the presence of God to the point that he's jealous that the sparrows are building the nest in the holy of holies but he cannot be there in the presence of the almighty god he knows what happens when he is in the presence of god what is going to transform him in the presence of god and that is what we are going to study here why he is longing why he is fainting why his soul is crying out for the presence of this almighty god Today, by the grace of God, we can experience his presence because of the finished work of cross of Christ on the cross. And because of the Holy Spirit power, we can experience him everywhere. And that is the greatest privilege yet. Do we long for it yet? Do we run to his presence? And that is the question for you to answer. This Psalm 84 is arranged into three sections and I won't be going in order because there is so much to uh, talk and then come back. So I'm just going to give for your reference, uh, but I won't be going in the order. Verse 1 to 14 is section 1, 5 to 8 is section, section 2 and 9 to 11 is section 3. 
And the key thing is there is a blessing in each section. Verse, verse 4 says, blessed are those who dwell in your house. Verse 5 says, blessed are those whose strength is in you. And the last section concludes with blessed is the man who trusts in you. So Psalm 84 addresses the subject of blessing. The Amplified Bible embellishes the word blessed with the words happy, fortunate to be envied. And when I got the, word, the Amplified Version um, um, word for the blessedness, I really was able to connect why the psalmist was talking about the air, the sparrows, because he is envied, because the sparrows could come into your presence, but my God, I am in a valley. I am somewhere because when we read this psalm, you can see that he is in a place of need. He's in a place of difficulties. He's in a place of challenges. He is in the valley of Baka. That's what we can understand from the psalm. He starts, how lovely, Lord, is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. O God of the armies of heaven. I long, yes, faint with longing to be able to enter your courtyard and come near to the living God. Even the sparrows and swallows are welcome to come and nest among your altars and there have been their young. Oh Lord of heaven's armies, my King and my God, how happy are those who can live in your temple singing your praises. What is the attraction for the house of God in the psalm? It is the fact that God dwells there. It is the presence of God in the tabernacle that makes it lovely. It is the presence of God himself, the El Shaddai, Shekinah, glory himself, that makes this place so beautiful, where the cares and the concerns of this world is vanished in his presence. Tozer puts it this way, and he calls it the pursuit of God, and that's what we see in the psalmist too his pursuit towards his God in the midst of the valley of weeping, in the midst of his valley of Bakka, in the midst of his valley of desert, where there was no hope, it looked like it for him. Tozer says, we need a passion for the presence of God. Our need to be nearer to God must consume us. And that is what we see in the psalmist, that he is having a holy appetite. He says that I am longing for you, Lord. Lord, I'm fainting with longing, Lord. Lord, even my souls are crying out to you, Lord. I need your presence. He has been consumed by the need to be in the presence of God. There was no person he desired. The psalmist decided only one person. There was no person he desired but God. The psalmist decided a place near the altar. He does not, did not say, I just want to come into your tabernacle. No, he said, I want to come into the Holy of Holies. Because later on when we see, he says, I want your eyes to fall upon me. And he wants to be that close to God where he can see the El Shaddai's, the God Almighty's eyes falling upon him. Why is he desiring the presence of God? The psalmist affirms that only the presence of God can hide him from all the troubles that were surrounding him. That this presence of God will set him on a high rock, not away from his presence. But in his presence alone, he knows this mighty God will set him. And in his presence alone, there is safety for him. 
Psalm 27, 5, that is one of the reference I want to bring here. He says, for he will conceal me there when trouble comes. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. That is why the psalmist want to be in the presence of God. And as he says in verse 4, how happy are those who can live in your temple singing your praises. He knows what joy that brings for those who are being near into the, into the temple. He knows that is what a celebration it is going to be in the presence of God. So do you desire the presence of God or what is your desire? Do you desire the presence of God more than the light of your TV? Do you desire the presence of God more than the comfort of your bed? Why is he longing for the presence of God? Because in his presence, you will be covered. Not even your single hair will be exposed to the enemy. Not even your single hair will be handed over to the enemy. Because the God, the Lord of heaven's army will conceal you. He will hide you in his sanctuary 100%. He will place you out of the reach of the enemy upon a high rock where the enemy cannot touch you where the flames of the furnace cannot come near you, where even your clothes will not smell like fire. That is what God's presence will do for you and me. Our feeble knees will, will knock nor give away when the enemy is knocking out on our doors. Our feeble knees will not knock nor give away. When the fear of this world is knocking at your door, when the anxiety is gripping your heart, we will deflate every arrows with great tenacity, not with curing or shaking, not with trembling, but with a sure-footed confidence that even your single hair is far beyond the reach of the evil. That is the confidence you will receive in the presence of God. And that is the confidence this psalmist is longing for. Because he knows the presence of God will alone make him to stand sure-footed when he is facing the evil. That is the beauty of God's presence in our life. The psalmist wanted to be so close to the Lord that he wanted God's eyes to fall upon him. And I love that. He wanted God to embrace him in such a way that he did not want any gap between him and God. Because again, in his presence, Again, the psalmist says that he will go from strength to strength. Isaiah 43, 2. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulties, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burnt up. The flames will not consume you. That is the promise of the Lord of heaven's armies. That is what his presence will do for you. That is what your, the presence of God will do for me. And the psalmist knew that 100% and he was not wavering in that. So the question is, are you passing through a difficult place? Turn the valley of your baka into a place of springs, a place of refreshing. You can experience that by coming into his holy presence. You can experience that when your thoughts are consumed by only one thing, not consumed with your struggles, not consumed with your challenges, but consumed how I can remain in the presence of God, how I can go into the presence of God, how I can be there looking at his face steadfastly. That is when our valley will become into a pool of blessing. 
and again we everybody knows and what this what our word of god promises us when we are in the valley you have to remember one thing again and again god says that he will make us to pass through and that is what the promise we heard right now from isaiah that it is not your final destination you are just going to pass through that valley whatever valley you are in so don't take your eyes of your destination your destination is not in the fire your destination is not in the valley of bakka your destination is in the presence of the god almighty who declares victory in whose hands is victory alone 1 kings 20 28 then a man of god came and spoke to the king of israel and said thus says the lord because the syrians have said the lord is is god of the hills but he is not god of the valleys therefore i will deliver all this great multitude into your hand and you shall know that i am the god i am the god of the mountains and the god of the valley just remember that god is still god and the god of the mountain and he is still the god of the valleys you may not see why you are going through what you are going through but your testimony of how you got through your valley may inspire someone when they are going through their valley i'm going to repeat that you may not see why you are going through what you are going through but your testimony of how you got through your valley may inspire someone when they are going through their valley and that is when you share them it is just the presence of the lord almighty alone it was not my, by my might not by my power it was by the spirit of god alone the christian life is an ongoing journey of which valleys are part even the most devout person even the great pastor and evangelist go through valleys valleys are those places where our metal is tested it's the place where quitters quit and doubters doubt it's the location where faith is proven it is here that blessed men are separated from the merely curious ones the valley is a testing place so if you are in the valley i urge you i plead with you allow that valley to enhance you allow that valley to the pain in that valley to be exchanged by the strength of the living god because the valley is a testing place you are being tested in the valley it is not time for you to quit it is not time for you to doubt it is for you to prove your faith in the living god it is for you to prove that you are not a curious christian you are not just following christ just for the sake of blessing but you are following christ for his presence because you know no matter how deep the valley is no matter how dark the valley is no matter how difficult and torturing the valley is you are going to get through because that is not your final destination because who declares your destination is not you not your thoughts not your enemy not your circumstances it is the god of heaven's army who declares your destination so it is up to you are you allow going to allow the valley to enhance you are you going to allow the valley to move you from strength to strength are you going to allow the valley to declare that you are god your god alone is enough for you or are you going to prove to the valley that you are a doubter you are a quitter that you are a merely a curious christian 
and that is in your hands and if you want to overcome not to be fallen into the trap of quitters not to be fallen into the trap of doubters not to be fallen into the trap of curious only the presence of god can equip you will enable you and will empower you to enhance your valley that is verse 5 happy are those who are strong in the lord who want above all else to follow your steps when they walk through the valley of weeping it will become a place of springs where pools of blessing and refreshments collects after rain they will grow constantly in strength and ease of them is invited to meet with the lord in zion blessed man refuses to allow their immediate situations to keep them from their ultimate destination their heart is set on being in the presence of god they are determined so instead of being transformed by the valley they transform the valley how do they transform they transform their valley of weeping into a valley of the pools of living water a pool that will refresh them a pool that will be collected the pool where the holy spirit will come and empower them and energize them they will not allow the valley to transform them but they will allow they will make the valley to be transformed that that is the greatest portion we have when we come and remain in the presence of the living god they make it a place of spring they go beyond the surface experience and tap into the hidden springs even in that valley they do not wait for a rain but pray through for the rivers of living water they know the god of the valley and the god of the mountains is their god it is the god of heaven's armies and when we read verse 5 7 and 12 it says that they keep on growing from strength to strength they go from strength to strength that is they cease relying on themselves and come to rely upon god they trust and rely on god alone and they know verse 8 says that the power for them is available our lord who god of hosts hear my prayer give ear o god of jacob that is verse 8 he is praying for god's grace he is praying for god's power because he know for him not to fail in this valley is only to tap in to the presence of god where he can get into god's grace and god's power and where he can get god's guidance where the god of heaven's army will be a shield for him and a sun for him where the god of heaven's army will guard him he will protect him and stand between him and the disaster that is the beauty when you go into the presence of god he will conceal you he will set you on a high rock and the other thing what he does that he will stand between you and he will stand between the disaster so that you will not you lose a single hair for the enemy in front of the enemy none of your hair will be burnt and the lord god will become your all in all this is a story you we all know from john 11 1 to 6 mary and martha sent for jesus their brother lazarus was sick now a certain man was sick named lazarus of bethany the town of mary and her sister martha therefore his sister sent unto him saying lord behold he whom you love is sick when jesus heard that he said the sickness is not unto death but for the glory of god 
why I thought brought this verse for brought this verse to the lecture call today is to give you the confidence to empower you to encourage you to give you the fire and the motivation to tread down to tread up your valleys because where you are it is not for death where you are it is not to lose ground where you are is not to shake before the enemy because where you are it is for the glory of god when you allow his presence to manifest in you so he says this sickness is not unto death but for the glory of god that the son of god might be glorified now jesus loved martha and her sister and lazarus very when he heard therefore he was sick he stayed there for two days still in the same place where he was the sorrow and the pain they might have felt where is jesus and lazarus is dead you might feel where is the lord he said he will never leave me nor forsake me yet this valley of bacca is torturing me lord where are you but i just want to tell you he is right with you he is a god who comes on the right time and john 11 11 says that jesus was there on the right time jesus sent to his disciples our friend lazarus is sleeping but i must go and wake him up out of sleep then going back to the previous gospel from verse 20 to 23 then martha as soon as she heard that jesus was coming went and met him but mary was still in the house then said martha unto jesus lord if you had been here my brother would not have died but i know that even now whatsoever you will ask to god he will give you that jesus said unto her your brother shall arise again and when he had spoken he cried with a loud voice lazarus come forth and he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes and has his face was bound about with a napkin jesus said unto them loose him and let him go it is to the glory of god and for your good that you go through the valleys because romans 8:28 says and when we know that all things work together for good to them that love god to them who are called according to his purpose it is in the valley where the presence of the good shepherd is so real it is where the grass is greener it is there we find still waters it is in the valley where we are restored it is in the valley we are drawn closer to our lord almighty it is in the valley we see the mighty hand of god working it is in the valley we see our faith growing it is in the valley we see and we learn and we appreciate the perfect will of god and i want to assure you i have been through many 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 valleys in my life and i just want to assure you looking back every valley every trial every testing has been a blessing in my life and i know so it is for each one of you who have who has gone through the valley experience it has been a blessing for you who has gone through trial who has gone through testing looking back you know that valley has shaped you because you choose not to quit because you choose not to doubt because you choose to remain in the blessed presence of the lord almighty and as you are passing through the valley i just assure you and i just want to let you know put your hand in the nail scarred hand of jesus and keep on walking don't slow down keep on walking place your hands in his nail scarred hands he is a god who will never leave you nor forsake you he will never abandon you and when once you cross this valley of bacca you will look back and praise god for that valley you will say thank you lord 
this valley was for me. The point is, those that have that kind of a strength, that kind of a stamina and character to stay in the presence of God will make it to the other side. A valley is a dark and often dreadful place. A well is a refreshing and helpful place. We will all pass through the valley of Bhakta, but those that have the blessing to run to the presence of God will make it to a well. You will transform the valley. You will not allow the valley to transform you. Some of you will pass through the valley of weeping and it will change you, while others will pass through the valley and they will change it. Moses traveled the valley of tears as he fled into the wilderness, but he made it a well. He rebuilt his relationship with God and became the great leader of the children of Israel. Abraham traveled the valley of tears as God led him to the mountaintop to sacrifice his only son upon the altar as a symbol of his faith and obedience to God. But God had a well prepared for Abraham and provided a ram for the sacrifice. Job traveled the valley of tears as Satan was allowed to strip away everything that God has blessed Job with. But Job dug a well in the desert, spiritually speaking. He never lost his relationship with the giver of all good things. Job drank from the well of the living water and God restored to him many times more than what he had lost. David traveled the valley of tears as he failed God so many times, even having an illegitimate son from another man's wife and watching God take that son away from him because of his sin. But David made it a well, asking God to forgive him. God still called David a man after God's own heart, even through all of David's failure. You can pass through the valley of weeping and make it a well. Psalm 84, 11 to 12 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good things does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, how blessed is the man who trusts in you. And we see that. What a blessing it is. When in the valley you trust God, that is, that is what we are going to see from Acts 16, chapter 16, verses 16 to 30. We read an incredible account of the mighty power of God demonstrated through Paul and Silas. They were thrown in jail for setting a demon-possessed lady free. She brought in a great deal of revenue to her owner by fortune-telling. With the demon gone, the business was gone. So what did they do? Paul and Silas received a terrible beating for their act of kindness when were slammed into the inner prison. What did they do in the valley? They held a worship service in the middle of their suffering. They transformed their valley into worship. And they did not allow their valley to transform them. In verse 25, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loose. Just think of the blessing trusting in the God of heaven's armies brought. They were made, made free by their praises to God. Not only were they set free, but even the criminals around them were free. Captives were set free because of their trust in the Lord of heaven's army. They knew this prison was not their final destination and they are going to pass through by the power of the Lord of Heaven's armies. And I want to encourage you, no matter what kind of valley you are in, you are going to pass through 
by the power of the Lord of heaven's armies, if you run to his presence, if you choose to remain in his presence, if you choose not let the fear of the enemy to knock you, to shake you, to tremble you, to put you into fear and anxiety, you can too transform your valley. Don't let the valley to transform you. Don't fall into the trap of quitters and doubters. Don't fall into the trap of a curious followers. Verse 27, and the keeper of the prison, awaking out of sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out a sword and would, would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners have been fled. Verse 28, but Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm for we are here. Verse 29, then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? See what your valley will do when you hold on to the mighty hand of the God Almighty. It not only changes you, it will change the people around you. It will change the people who come in contact with you. Not only was the jailer saved, but we read, on in the text and find that his entire family were saved. Why? Why? Because even in their valley of Bakka, they ran to the presence of the God of heaven's army and they did not choose to sit in the back seat there, but their worship made them to be so close to the altar of the living God that there was no gap between them and God. And that is the promise God gives us continuously in our scripture. When we run to his presence, Exodus 15, 12, the Lord is my strength and my defense and he has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. Joshua 1, 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord God will be with you wherever you go. Psalm 27, 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 29, 11, the Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Psalm 73, 26, I love this verse. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Psalm 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 28, 78, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in, him, trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy within me and I sing a praise to him. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. Psalm 22, 19, but you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength, Lord. Come and help me. When you run to his presence, crying out for you, crying out for help, what does he do? He will come and stand between you and your disaster that you're facing. He will come and stand between you and the evil's work. He will come and stand before you and the sickness. He will come and stand before you and your fear. He will come and stand before you and your anxiety. He will come and stand before you and your shaky faith. That is what he will do when you run into his holy presence, crying out to him. He promises again and again and again that deliverance is for you, that hope is for you, 
that the joy is for you the nearness of god is for you his peace is for you no questions even you run to his presence he will accept you your barrenness your afflictions your confusion of the valley of baka will be transformed into an abundant blessings of the the greatest blessings the presence of god he will take you through his way not your own way you might be thinking that you want this valley to separate this way no that is not going to work surrender your valley to him allow him to lead you don't instead on making him to open the way you as if you want that the same way to be open that is not going to be happening you are going to be frustrated you are going to be angry you are going to lose hope in that valley he will make a way he will conceal you he will set you on a high rock but allow him to lead you don't insist your way for your valleys but allow him to lead you through your valleys because when you lead him abundant blessing is 100% guarantee to you why because he says he will stand between you and the disaster that is the lord of heaven's army and when you run to his presence you will be concealed by his mighty presence he will robe you with your with his robe of righteousness no matter what you are going through but god will your fortress no matter what you are going through but god will your strength no matter what you are going through but god will be your shield no matter what you are going through god will be but god will be your sun but god will be your moon god will be your light god will be your all in all no matter what you are going through your valley is not big before the god almighty run to his presence and see his deliverance see him how he comes and stands between you and your valley lord and heavenly father we praise you father god praise you father god for this awesome blessing you have given us lord of your presence of running into your presence lord lord i pray father god for the next level group father god for all the leaders father god lord for all the people father god for all the um uh, children lord that is represented lord in next level father god lord i pray father i pray father god that lord we will run into your presence father god the disaster lord will not lord come and touch us father god because lord we ran into your presence father god lord i pray father god that your holy 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 presence lord will come and conceal us father god lord i pray father god lord your holy presence lord will come father god and cover us father god your holy presence lord will come and shield us father god no matter what we are going through father god lord i pray father may your holy presence lord come lord shield us lord mold us father god transform us father god i pray father god lord that your presence father god we long for father lord i pray father god for each one of us lord in the next level group father god we will not be quitters we will not be doubters we will not father god fall into the trap of curious followers father god but we will fall lord into the trap uh, into the uh, to be the people lord who are blessed lord who runs father god into the lord almighty's arms father god lord i pray father help us lord not to compromise lord our faith in the valley help us father god to make lord the valley lord to transform the for us to transform the valley lord i pray father god we will not allow lord the valley to transform us but we will transform the valley lord 
Help us, Lord, to keep our hearts and mind, Lord, rested upon you alone, Father God. Help us, Father God, not to, Lord, to shake, Lord, before the darts of the evil, Father God, not to tremble, Lord, before what the enemy is doing in our life, Father God. I pray, Holy Lord, come and empower us, come and encourage us, come and shield us, Lord, by your holy, holy presence, Father. Come, Father God. Come, Lord, strengthen us, Father God. Come, Lord, shield us, Father God. Come, Lord, hold us, Lord. Give us the strength, Lord. Give us the power, Father God, to run to your arms, Father God, to run into your altar, Father God. Not to stand outside, Lord, and to just sit there and watch, Father, but come into your holy, holy presence, Father God. I pray, Father God, for your supernatural presence, Lord, to come and embrace us, Father. I pray, Father God, for your blessing upon Sibla, Lord, as she has prepared the sheet and for all the leaders and the members and the, and the families that are represented here, Father God, that we will be the people who will transform the valley. We will not allow the valley to transform us, Lord. We will be the people, Lord, who will run and long for your presence alone in our life, no matter what, Father. And know that this God will come and stand between us and the disaster we are, we are facing right now. I pray, Father God, empower us with that confidence. I pray all of this, Lord, in the mighty and the matchless name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.